I guess we're live. Uh, this is officially episode one of your uh, your code podcast. I am Harry Duckworth, and with me is Daly Martin. Martin. Welcome. Um, it's a bit weird. This has been a long time coming. We've been talking about this uh, about six months, revving it up, and it's just shocking that no one has done a sports podcast before. It's actually yeah, weird. there's not many of them, eh? Nah, there's no sport podcast out there. So uh, this is groundbreaking stuff. What we're doing. So, nah, we're just excited to be here. Um, and, yeah, hopefully you guys don't get too bored listening to the content we produce. Um, so, thought we'd just start the first official episode off with telling you how it kind of came about. Um, so, Dale and I recently graduated university, both with a sports uh, management major and in one of our classes run by the legend himself, Kevin Philo is kind of where the idea came about. Um, pretty much we would just sit down each week. It was meant to be talking about uh, business in sport and ended up being daily myself and Kevin for the first hour of a two-hour workshop talking about sport, just the three of us with other students still in the class. Oh, actually. yeah, it was meant to run, run 15 minutes and we'd just stretch it out as long as possible. Yeah, it, there was a, the first 15 minutes was meant to be uh, just saying what caught your eye and then uh, we'd talk about the business implications behind it and then it went for the first hour purely because us three would just ramble on which was and i had a class that overlapped so i tried to make it go as long as possible and then i'd just dip out to the other avoid class. actual theory part of oh, it oh yeah do no work yeah um so yeah that's kind of where the idea stemmed and then yeah six months later here we are finally recording and yeah, so basically what this podcast will be about is almost mirroring what we were doing in that class, but I'm sure it'll just turn into your standard sports potty. Oh, just some ramble and some jokes and let's see how we go. Yeah, it's all it's all trial and error. Um, the other way this podcast will run is kind of, we'd start off with current events, um, so uh, weekly, try and get an episode out weekly and Hopefully in that week there has been current events going on and we can discuss that. Like we've been talking about doing this for months and over the few months we should have been doing this because we've missed out on some beauties as in a 4-0 win of the Ashes, the Winter Olympics, Super Bowl, NFL playoffs. So Most successful Winter Olympics of all time for Australia too. I know. And how do, like that is a question. If you are into have you ever gone skiing or snowboarding because yeah. how do australians get into the oh. winter olympics because there has got to be minimal amount of snow in this country yeah like we've gone we've skied in australia a couple of times three times i think and we've skied in japan but geez like there's no chance that we could get anywhere near that good even if we lived in victoria and it was two hours away yeah like then the, i don't know how australia can be one of those dominating nations in the Winter Olympics. We had someone win a medal in the skeleton from Sandgate. Like. Jesus. <laughs> how, how does that happen in Australia? Like, how many hours? That's 16 hours away from snow. Yeah. Honestly. But I also noticed during the Winter Olympics that it must be a prerequisite to be super attractive because I reckon 98% of the athletes in the Winter oh, Scotty Olympics. Scotty James, so hot. Yeah. Absolute babe. But, yeah. All those Scandinavians, well, it is mainly European dominated. And I don't know, maybe you just have to be super good looking to 
do Winter Olympics. Well, you got to get the sponsors. Yeah. Honestly. But, yeah. So that's one thing we missed out on. So it would have been good to be talking about that and Australia's role in that. Well, also would have been good to talk about Australia's dominance in the Ashes over the summer. Yeah, that's the worst Pommy, one of the worst Pommy teams of all time. Yeah. And you wouldn't think one team wins 4-0 and then both teams lose their coaches one month later. Yeah, well, that's a whole other can of worms that's ridiculous in my opinion, but oh well, they've done it, so... Go on, man. This is, this is your opinion. All right. My opinion? Oh, seriously, like his record, he's just won the Ashes 4-0. He's just won the Cricket T20 World Cup, which going into the tournament, I saw us not even making it out of the group stage. I wouldn't have thought. Like dominant nations, India, England, New Zealand. And somehow we've come out of that thing and won it. Like credit to Mitch Marsh, credit to Matty Wade, Stoin, but somebody's got to coach them to get them there and yeah and then a few weeks later yep. wins the ashes yep. nil. go figure oh and we i can see us going over to pakistan i think it's sri lanka after that and easily cleaning up there like first time australia's played in pakistan since the 80s and 90s and we struggle in the subcontinent but with this team oh, i reckon they can do anything yeah and Everyone's just going to ignore the fact that it was Justin Langer who kind of brought that team back to life. Well, we were dead. Well, we yeah, were 2019 sandpaper. That's the and we've lost uh, our captain yeah. in the last year. Arguably the lowest point of Australian cricket, and he's pulled us through the depths. Yeah. And what's he got to show for it? Just a couple of couple of things to his name, and then gone. And he almost won the Ashes in England. Yeah, he retained him, and he. We bloody should have won him. So. And look what look what he's developed under underneath him, like a next level leader in Pat Cummins. Yeah. And also the current number one batsman in the world, Marnus. Loose pass change. And number one bowler in the world in Pat Cummins. Yeah, exactly. And Hazelwood, top ten, all three formats, only bowler from any nation in the world to be that. That's just and insane. Let's just say it was him who discovered Scotty Boland. Oh, Man. What a the man. man of statue. Honestly, that was arguably the highlight of the series, seeing this local legend go into a national legend. Oh, and we'll play him anywhere now. If he's right to go, we will play him anywhere. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's the MCG the, or the, not. Yeah, the squad that we're taking over is very solid. It's, it, it's It's looking... It's scary good. If we if we don't win, it's questionable. And, and then if we don't win, then it just... Mark's question is like, did we... Well, would we have won with JL? Exactly, exactly. Did we stuff up? So that would have been good to talk about. So these are our, I say, current events or just events that we could have been talking about over the last few months, how, when we have not been doing this podcast. But in actual recent events, you can say it's been the start of the NRL and A- AFL preseason. Yeah. And in fact, we'll... Crack your matches yeah. out of the way. We'll, we'll probably be doing a full episode on that sometime soon, I imagine, because, yeah, that's just a whole other level. That's the winter. That's majority of a, Australia's calendar year is watching those two sports. Yep. Goes from March all the way to the finals in October. And, gee, the, oh, I love it too. And the off-season's so long. It feels like double the wait to get back to the season again. But isn't that just the best thing about being in a country like Australia? You have this huge calendar year of sports from ah, March to October. 
when the finals go September, October, and then you bring in your cricket, yeah. and then you bring in your A League. Well, you got your basketball coming up, so exactly. We'll see, rise of rise of the NBL as well, yeah. and that's almost a good little good little segue into the topic of the first episode, which is what is Australia's most popular, or just Australia's biggest sport. Yeah, you asked me this question five years ago. What do you say? You list off the five, oh. the biggest sports, Australian sports. The big the top five five years ago. Yep. Um, AFL footy, probably rugby league, cricket, soccer, and then rugby union. Definitely, probably rugby union three or three yep. or four. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to argue with that list, and and then you like, would you put a sport like tennis in that top five? You see every for year. January. For January, yeah, it goes off. See, that's another thing we missed. Was tennis we the Australian Open and Novak's? Yeah, that was that was a big saga in itself. But yeah, uh, it's hard to argue with that list of the top five sports. And but today, would it be any different? Um, yeah. Well, I think it would be, and I think basketball in this country is just. Going especially with like the NBA has always been popular. Yeah. But since we've had players in the college system want to be paid and come and play in the NBL, like that has skyrocketed yeah. the market. Opened for a basketball. whole new door. Yeah. And like especially when a big name like Lamelo Ball came down, like even I went to a game. I went to yeah. I went to a few games. I went to a few Bullets games, and I tried to go to one where he came and he he didn't even play. He missed half that season. He still got paid well. And then he went. Did he go number one that year in yep. the draft? Yeah. He's a freak. And now, and now look at him. And even like with Australian basketballers, like, yeah, Ben Simmons, we'll wait to see because I reckon he'll be he'll be elite. near back to his best like, in the next few weeks. Can or, yeah. Like, yeah. he, I feel so sorry for Ben. Not really, but like <laughs> just the stuff he's got for – he missed a few free throws and then he's the worst guy in the world. And oh, it's just th- yeah. snowballed into him being public enemy – Number one in Philadelphia. Yeah, I feel sorry for him in the sense that the abuse and stuff he copped from, like, everyone yeah. has a bad game. And he, what, rookie of the year, two-time All-Star. Number had one a, had a pretty Yeah, had a pretty great season up until the finals and now public enemy number one. Yeah. So he's obviously a very talented player. And he hasn't played in how long? Probably eight months. Yeah. So, yeah, that's basketball. And like you said, NBA's just opened a whole new world and... I think you're right. So I've actually got the list of the, well, the most watched sports and the most participated. I think you yeah, you can go through the most uh, participated sports, but no, what most watched sports, sorry. So the most participated sports, shock, is walking. I, I did see that. Yeah. So from participation of adults 15 years older, as well as organised out-of-school participation, children's 0 to 14, number one sport in Australia is walking. Number two is fitness and gym. Yeah, that's a bit of a copy. Number three. Swimming. Swimming. Yeah. Number four, running and athletics. Number five is cycling. Yes. Number six is what we would call that actual sport. Football, soccer, and you can see participation levels for soccer in Australia. Oh, still massive. Or grassroots. And, like, you wonder why, because I think most Australians would have 
given soccer or football a crack at some stage in their life. Yeah. Very, it's a very safe thing and it, great introductory sport to play. Yeah, well, I know certainly we had a lot of players come into footy at about, oh, about the under 12s, 13s age group because their parents were finally comfortable with them playing a non-contact sport. So now let's see how they go to contact sport. So yeah. we had a lot flood over at about that age. Following that, we have bushwalking. Then tennis. Yep. Yoga. Basketball. Golf. That's that's an interesting one though, because golf, I reckon that is majority majority played by seniors. Seniors. Yep. But funny enough, COVID, I reckon, helped the age gra- gap like come close yeah, together. Decrease, yeah. During that time, my, I might, that's when I started playing golf because there was not much to do. You're allowed to go two people onto a course. You're allowed to fish and you're allowed to play golf. Yeah, during COVID times. And, I don't know, driving reins were open. So, and it's pretty fun, the whole concept of golf. I'd love to say my golf game's improved, but that would just be no, correct. Home. So, after golf, we've got AFL and then netball, cricket, dancing, Pilates, Surfing, gymnastics, then touch football. So sports like rugby league and... I would say touch falls under the rugby league category though. Or the... Yeah. I guess. I think that's... Well, TRL falls under that. But touch footy is something something different in itself. But yeah, interesting. So I've got some figures here for the, let's say, traditional top six... Um. And yeah, AFL easy. Like they have, I think in twenty nineteen, they had thirty five thousand people per game. Average rock up to Jesus. the game. Average. So that's Which, nine fixtures a week, and yeah. averaging thirty five thousand for twenty plus rounds. And a sport that's very popular in one state, and then. See, I don't know. I think that's where AFL has the advantage is oh, because absolutely. it's got the it's got a small following in Queensland, but I think it's getting bigger because your, your oh, lines seen, and your like New South Wales and Queensland is especially Rug- with the rugby league. Yeah, but with the success of the local footy teams, they've definitely yeah. become more popular. But and we saw that in the early two thousands as well when Brisbane won the three peat. Yeah, the game, the growth in AFL just skyrocketed. Yeah, but yeah, like you said, very dominated by one state being Victoria. But you even got your, your Adelaide and your Western Australia though. Oh, and like the crowds that they're getting over there, that, that massively boosts up the average because when you've got a stadium that's 60,000, 52,000 and you're packing them out pretty much every week. Yeah. It's pretty impressive. Like they packed them out for the AFLW grand final. Yeah. A couple of years ago. And like how, how yeah. big is that becoming now? AFLW on oh. the rise. We'll get to women's sport in Australia a bit later, but yeah, it's one of the ones that's... Yeah. Well, here, like you said, um, AFL, 4.1 million watched the grand final last year. That's ridiculous. Yep. And so that was 20, 2021 grand final? Yep. yep. So that's, that's packed number... Packed out, Optus Stadium, first grand final in WA. Mm. Packed it out. Packed out the Gabba. What a game that was too. Both of them... Pretty good games until three-quarter time and then ended up being blowouts. But Yeah. So, I think, there you go. Number one sport in Australia, AFL. AFL footy, yep. 
I reckon cricket. So we got cricket. We got fourteen thousand. Oh, sorry, twenty thousand five hundred and fifty-two per BBL game in twenty eighteen nineteen. So yeah, pre-COVID, wow. but yeah, still, like, some of the grounds are a lot smaller than some of those footy fields. Yeah, and see, cricket's a tricky one because you take India, for example, and the amount of people who play it there. Yeah, it, everyone plays it. Yeah, it's it's like a religion over there, and that just drives the world population like up because I think it was Warney in his documentary, Shane. I did not watch that one. Great watch, by the way. No, nah, it was all right. It, it it didn't really go into stuff that we didn't already know about Shane Warne. Yeah, if it had been like Last Dance with like some behind the scene original footage, okay. maybe I would have watched it. I think The Last Dance has just ruined all future sports oh, documentaries absolutely. because that, like even non-sports fans watch that and go, wow. Yeah. But yeah. And everyone knows him, Michael Jordan. Is. Exactly. But No one gives a f- flying fuck about Shane Warne 23. I don't know. Uh, that's, oh, well, in that's Australia the they do, but yeah. outside of Australia. No, but in India, he's, from what he did in the first IPL uh, season over there, that's what they went into. But yeah, as I was saying, they went into detail and cricket is the number two most played sport in the world, numbers-wise, behind football, yeah. as in soccer. Because of India. Because of India. But you also get England and, yeah, and, Australia. and Australia. Those three, New Zealand as well. Those would pack out majority of the numbers, and then you get your West Indies, your Pakistan, South Africa. Yeah, South Africa, of course. So, we got AFL, cricket. Yeah, in terms of attendance to games, cricket viewership for cricket, um, seventy five thousand, sorry, seven hundred and thirty five thousand per BBL game. That was the average. Did you get any numbers on the, the Ashes? Uh, I didn't get the the ashes it gave me how many people attended the whole Australian summer, but yeah. it's irrelevant because you got BBL games, you got Ashes games, you got T Twenty internationals, one day internationals. So too hard to break down that one. All right, number three. Number three in terms of attendance, rugby league. Yep, fifteen thousand per game, almost sixteen thousand per game, which again for a sport that's mainly one state. Yeah, it's not bad, and a lot of two smaller states. grounds. Yeah, two states, and a lot of smaller grounds. Like, yeah, you got what Suncorp that's forty thousand instead of the MCG that's a hundred. Yeah, but let's be honest, I don't think there would be a hundred thousand people going to your weekly no. NRL game. Whereas Richmond, in their prime, in that little dynasty they had, they were getting at least eighty, ninety thousand and every Collingwood week. Hit it, yeah, most times. Suck. Like, they were not a good team last year, and they, out of the most attended games, Collingwood played in four of them mm. last year. Richmond played in five of them. Yeah. And even Richmond, like, didn't even make the finals. Yeah. So, number four. Uh, soccer slash football. Yeah. Had just over 10,000 per game for the A-League in 2018-19. What, you watch the... It's hard too because you watch the Premier League and then you come back to the A League and it's like, oh, the difference in quality. But you know, just being a like, you couldn't do anywhere near what the A League players can do. No, like they're good quality footballers. It's just the quality difference between. And that's that's that a is. interesting question because where did Australia go so wrong in between 
the level, like the top level? Because there must be some stage with the number of kids that are playing soccer in the country to just go play other sports. Is, is what's killing Australia, is it the fact that there is so many sports you can play that it's hard to be successful in any of them? You have well, to kind of pick one and stay with it? Yeah, and we see that, and you see that with a few people. And you see that with people you know growing up, like Jack Clayton. He's just made his debut for Queensland's Sheffield Shield team and scored a century on debut. Yeah. The bloke tried to play for the Brisbane Lions for a couple of years, didn't end up get there, went back to cricket, and like he must have had a three or four year hiatus from cricket. And then he's just gone and scored a century. He's just gone and scored a century on debut. Yeah. Didn't he go to the... Against Scott Boland and James Patterson. Wow. You see stories like that all the time. Tom Fullerton, Ruckman for the Lions, yep. wasn't he playing for the Bullets? Yep. He had a few seasons with the Bullets. Same with Hugh Greenwood. Hugh Greenwood was a uh, basketball player. Obviously, yep. Scott Pendlebury, everyone knows. Scott Pendlebury was under-19 Australian team for basketball. Maybe maybe that's what's killing Australians and the success of our international teams, especially with your with your footballs like that, because there's just so many other sports to pursue. I think the hard one with football is because it's a world sport, we're playing it in a different time of the year to when the other nations are. Like when the Premier League's on, that's not when the A-League's on. And like, I think also the pathway, you've got to look at the pathways. Like, yeah, I know the talent pathway from grassroots through in AFL is elite. Like, the support you get the whole way through from ex-AFL players, ex-AFL coaches from the highest level. But yeah. you don't there's see a, there's a clear league. Yeah. There's a clear system. Yeah, yeah oh, absolutely. There. And you know it. And that's why you choose footy because you know you can get to the top. Exactly. And, yeah, with football, there there's so many barriers that you need to break through because, like, we got one league. There's no relegation. Yeah. You can come last and then go make finals the next year. And you're seeing all these talent go to waste in MPL, for yeah. example, because you have these quality players who definitely could be playing at an A-league level, but they're, A, not getting paid for it. So that's that's one thing. And, B, why would they do that when they can just play with their mates, yeah. still make more money, play it, and then it's just a lifestyle. People choose different lifestyles over that. And it's so hard to... Standard of competition as well. Oh, yeah. But it's so hard to get from Australia to the UK to get yeah. to that next Contacts. level. Contacts. Yeah. you just got to know someone. And we see that in my sport too, which is motorsport. It's so hard for an Australian to succeed versus a German or a Frenchman because they're right there. They're in the mix of it. Whereas we have to travel 24 hours on a plane just to get close yeah. at the karting level. Jesus. And like... So someone like Daniel Ricciardo, oh. is he just that good or did he kind of get lucky in the fact that he got found? He's that good and his parents sacrificed everything for him to get there. Yeah, wow. So were his parents like taking him overseas from a young age? No, he was living there himself. Oh, okay. And his parents were paying for him to, like they couldn't afford for all of them to live there. Yeah, wow. So they sold their house in Australia when it moved to a smaller place and Daniel was living in Italy in just a one-bedroom yeah. apartment and doing it all in the Red Bull program. Well, see, I, I think, think that's yeah. where he got lucky. He was in the Red Bull program. I think you, you've actually hit the nail on the head there and the fact that Australia is so far away from the rest of the world in terms of our sporting like standards and yeah. playing other nations, it's so tricky to be at that competitive level. 
because you're not playing against other countries. It's just it's just us here. But I think that's why we gravitate towards our cricket, our local sports, and our as well. footy, and yeah. our NRL because we're the only ones playing. Because we're the best. Yeah, like, <laughs> we're the only ones playing AFL. Realistically, we're the only ones playing NRL. Actually, it, that's right. growing. That's growing now as well. Yeah, well, we didn't win the last World Cup. Yeah. We didn't play in it, but we didn't win it. Yeah. Yeah. Number five. Yeah, basketball. So we got 6,048 in 2016-17. So the numbers are a bit old for that one. And I guarantee that's probably closer to oh, eight to 10,000 now. Yeah. Because um, I think, yeah, it's kicking off, especially like getting delivered over. Like you get the ball. Like, you get him over and he's a good player. But when you get someone who's an Australian hero as well as a good player in the NBA. Yeah. Past Paddy it, Mills. Oh, if Paddy Mills came. So, yeah. I reckon that's a pretty solid list. Your top five sports. You've got AFL, cricket, NRL, soccer, basketball. Yeah. The order is up for debate. And unions just see, what, sitting outside see, that. You tell me, five years ago, well, uh, probably more, ten years ago, Wallabies, All Blacks, that was the pinnacle of Australian sport. Yeah, like, the Bledisloe. Yeah, you oh. grow up and you're just like Wallabies. That's that's the peak. And now you look at like rugby. What's happened to it? And even like when the um, British and Irish Lions used to tour here. Yeah, massive. Or any international team yeah. for that. Like South Africa. Yeah, South Africa. Yeah. Whenever they were over, France, Argentina, it, yeah. and they played the Wallabies, and they play. Well, here in Brisbane at Suncorp, you're just like, wow, got to go. Packed. Oh, yeah. Or they're just playing on TV. You're watching it that night. And it's just it's just not the same. I couldn't tell you the last time Australia, last time the Wallabies played the All Blacks. But where did they go wrong? What, what What's oh. actually happened to Super Rugby? Uh, junior stuff and getting kids into the game, I reckon. Yeah. So, like, you got AFL footy, which has got the Auskick program. Yeah, they go on it. Cricket, which has got the Woolworths Marlow Blast thing. Yeah. Um, Rugby League has a couple, like they got Billy's Buddies in Queensland, which is owned by Billy Slater. Well, had, besides you got your private schools and then outside of that. And even a lot of private schools are now playing rugby league as well. What is if it? not rugby league solely, yeah. especially in Sydney. Is it the AIC schools? Well, up here, yes. Like in they're Queensland. Doing, they're doing league now? Yeah. Like St. Peter's, Iona, all them? Lorries, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, it'll take a while for GPS up here to get to even no, think the, about that. The, the fabric of GPS is your rugby union. That's still pretty huge. And I've, in Queensland, I think that would probably be your only talent pool to select from. Oh, 100%. And, like, the school that I went to, we have a bunch of people playing for the Reds. But we've also got Jaden Sewer, Callum Ponga, Brody Croft. Like yeah. they're choosing. They were superstars of GPS Rugby Union, yeah. and now and they won premierships. Yeah, and they've all decided to, to go league. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, it'd be interesting to see where Union ends up in five years, because you, you, they're not even playing. It's not the Super Fifteen anymore, is it? No, you got. They're just playing Australian comp. The, yeah. You got the New Zealand, Zealand comp, and like that's COVID. But also, if you look at how the CEOs of the different sports handled COVID, I think NRL, I reckon, won that. See, I would say Gill. I would say Gill and McLaughlin in the AFL won that. You reckon? Yeah. But what, what was the NRL in terms of coming f- out of it? Not not the. F- I don't mean like the first it? one to get back. Yeah. But I mean, like in terms of 
for the fans, for the competition. Like, the AFL went and took out a loan so that no club would go under. And I just, I don't know in terms of people's jobs at each of the clubs, but yeah. I think well, both, both of those sports, they... Oh, yeah. pass. Tick, yeah. pass. And but yeah. Rayleigh and Castle. Arguably, AFL, NRL, they're two Australia's biggest sports, if not the two biggest sports that we've got. Just be nice if other countries played it so we can beat them in it. I don't know, like, Mason Cox is a bad example, but if you get some of those talented, like, and athletic bodies from the NFL... Would we call Mason Cox athletic? No. But if you get someone who's... He can play footy. He's very good at footy. He plays in the AFL. I I don't play in the AFL. No. He's in the AFL, and there's a reason. He's tall, but also he can kick a footy, and he can kick a footy 60 metres and accurately. that's, That's kind of all you need. Have you seen his glasses? And a, and a positive attitude. Have you seen his glasses? No. He's got the NBA style goggles approved to oh, play in no. the AFL. They're prescription and they're sunglasses. That's awesome. And it is awesome. He is going you'll, to you'll look see like it in a the Collingwood legend. practice matches. That's going to be brilliant. Oh, it's already a meme. Wow, I've not, I've, awesome. I haven't seen those. That's actually unreal. I think I think that settles the the main topic for today. Australia's biggest sports, AFL. NRL, cricket, soccer, and basketball. In no particular order. In no particular order. So that was that was a loose little discussion on the topic. And now we would come to the section of the potty where we would get a guest on. But episode one, we just thought we'd talk, get a feel for it, see how we go. But we really would like to use this section if you're involved in sports anyway. You, you're a player, you're a coach you're on a sports business or just a huge sports fan you're or a big part of a sports community club. At any level. Any we want level. community. Yep. Professional would be awesome. We Semi, want, we need anyone. Grassroots, love yep. it. Anyone, everyone. If you want to get involved, get in touch. Just get in contact through Instagram pages or our email. It's yourcode99 at gmail.com. We love sport and we want to get as much content on this podcast and talk about it as possible. This is going to be a platform. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of podcasts out there who've claimed this title, but if we can be the people's pod, oh, the people's pod the of sport, people's pod. the people's pod of sport, that would be ideal. That just brings us to the last section of the banter. Yeah. We love lo- some bants. We love to have banter on this podcast, and everyone does. And see, I feel like people might say, oh, you're just ripping off Bloke in a Bar or Hello Sport. Are we? Probably. Yes. Are we are we trying to? No. We're trying no, to do it. Not we're, really. No. But they they We will. Yeah. They've created a formula that works. Exactly what we want to be doing. It's just talking about sport and they they're very good at doing it. And yeah, hopefully we can get some banner involved in ours in future episodes. So in this, we would usually bring up winners and losers of the week. Yes. But nothing's happened this week. But see there are some losers. It's not very banner related. It's there actually, are some losers. It's actually a serious um, matter, but it is all the groundsmen out there in Southeast Queensland, in particular. Yes, they are. There are some losers. Not yes. in the sense of the they've done something wrong. They've done nothing wrong. They're just oh. very unfortunate because yep. we've seen so many. Well, if you've got social media and you haven't seen all the places they've gone under water in Southeast Queensland, it's pretty poor. It, I was at, I was yeah. at Maroochydore the other day. Dropping some gear off for the footy club. All the car parks were already under. Yeah, Jesus. 
but they were painting the lines for the AFLW on the ground. Wow. I was driving in going, oh. Did you see that video? And sure enough. <laughs> yep. Do you see that video of the bloke doing swimming, swimming laps at, yep. in front of the AFL that, goal? That post? was Maruchador. Was it actually? That was Maruchador. So <laughs> How are they painting lines? Meter, so they were painting lines on the Wednesday, on oh, the Friday. no. A metre of water above those lines. Yeah. Well, yeah. On social media, you've seen I've seen Brisbane City Football Club, Underwater Olympic, FC, yep. Underwater. It's just... Sandgate Footy Club, it was post-height. Yeah. AFL post-height. Well, Suncorp Stadium. Nice. The, yeah. the home one of one patch in the yeah, middle, the home of sport in Queensland, arguably, and that's under. So it's just it, yeah. And I think the the winners will be the communities because I think now's an important time. You got to get behind it. Yep, huge huge time to get behind your local footy club. They've suffered enough the last two years with COVID, and now these like th- there's still places underwater. We don't even know the damages that have been done. Yeah, like. After the water all goes, God knows what the condition is going to be like. Especially this time of year, pre-season and stuff, new gear yeah. rolling in. I know Sandgate's gear went underwater that well, they like just received. So ha- how, long, shame, but how long can we postpone the uh, seasons? Because they're going to still have to play on it. And what damage is that going to do? Yeah, so? well, I know a bunch of clubs have cancelled their practice match this weekend yeah. in community level. So, And like we saw, we've seen professional the professional boxing fight has been moved. Yeah, um, It's Nissan Arena now instead of the entertainment centre. So, yeah, stuff like that, massive. Yeah. And so, message out there, if you want to be a winner, this year in particular, really get down to your local club support. If you're going to go to lunch on the weekend, go to Nando's or Macca's, you cancel that, you go get a canteen feed at your local club, watch a game, just pour the money. If you're driving past, pop in. Pop in, say hello. Just familiarise yourself. It's great. These... There's so many communities and sporting communities the last two years, COVID, and now these floods that will just need your help. So it's just a nice thing you'll do. I'll definitely be doing that. There's a lot of clubs out there. Yep, I'll be down at my local club every Saturday probably, watching the seniors, watching the cults, watching the juniors. Yeah, so if you can can get down, even if just to have a few drinks or, yeah, anything, sausage roll from the canteen, a few lollies. Just show your support in any way. And if you've got some free time, free two hours this week in particular, just contact them, see if they need help because, yeah, so much damage is going to come from yep. these floods. Yeah, everyone needs to help for the cleanup. So, yeah, if you've got time, just pop in and I'm sure someone will be there needing some help. So This is a very sad banter section of the pod, by Oh, the way. yeah, very sad. Big I, losers I, this I, week. Yeah, big <laughs> losers. Can we talk about some winners? You, you get up on a multi recently. No. We're not even going to talk, yeah. No, my ridiculous 25-leg multis don't win. No. Or, I, yeah, I wouldn't be here. See, maybe that is Australia's number one sport, betting. Oh, it'd be close. Do you reckon who... I In terms of ballers, I think you got your America who put the big stakes on. Yeah. But in terms of frequency from oh. the local level of people punting... We bet like absolute gimps. Yeah, because it's part of... Coming betting, of age, you, betting, you yeah. turn you turn eighteen, you have your eighteenth, you have a drink with the family, you download sports bet, your lad breaks, tab. Anything. If you don't have it already, if you don't have it already, yeah. and you're not using your mum's or your dad's card or account, or your brothers, or your brothers. Yeah. Thank you, Joseph. Yeah. But yeah, honestly, that is arguably Australia's biggest sport is the betting culture, and it's is it bad? Oh. Not if you get up. No, not if you get up. Not if you chase your losses. 
we are in no way promoting that. No, gamble responsible. No, please do. Because we are, well, I'm going to speak for myself here. I'm horrendous at it. I enjoy it. There's just something about a multi where you just you just see the odds and you go, oh, wow, may as well. May as well. That, that, sh- that should happen. And then, no. I stress not. enough needing my fantasy players to get the footy, let alone if I need, had a bet on. Yeah. Oh, I'd be an emotional wreck. I think it's it's changed people's... It's got some more people watching games. Yeah. Purely for the fact that Just they want the team... Interest. They want to... That they put money on to win, for sure. But, yeah, it can be toxic because, yeah, it gets aggressive. Oh, yeah. Especially like we saw last year with some abusive players on the line and... Yeah, well. so Mitch Robinson from the Lions came out and just said, "Like, yeah, we don't give yeah, an F about you." Yeah, if I have twenty four <laughs> touches, I'm yeah, I know that. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go out and get twenty four just to piss you off. Like, yeah, turn it up. So yeah, that's some more losers. Us on the punt. That's two losers right there. So yeah. that's not very, not very not many winners. One twenty two losers. Yep. Oh, maybe that should have been the, oh. the name. <laughs> maybe that could be an unofficial name. Second podcast. Second podcast. And we can just talk about How all of our suck. failed moldies <laughs> and our failed sporting careers. Which there's, yeah, two right here. Hang on. We are we are still in the... We're young enough that we can make it in something. Choose another sport. Choose another, Choose sport. another sport. See, I'm telling you, I've been saturated. I've mainly played soccer and that's that's the hardest one to get into in this country. Yep. I'm telling you. If Try I, something else. You'll be in the... You'll play for the Lions in I'll, a couple of weeks. I've played... If I play at AFL... Oh, Look out. Honestly. This menacing figure on the field. Scary. Nah, see, I think AFL would be the easiest sport for a soccer player to transfer over to. Yeah. Compared to your rugby's, you've got that 360 awareness. Oh, you could be a punter, I guess, in American football. From what? AFL to... No, 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 no. no. Oh, well, yeah, but also soccer. Oh, you got the legs. If, you're, if you're a goalkeeper, they're the ones hoofing it downfield. If you can hit the ball well. Yeah, well... If you oh, can just strike the ball well. See... You get guys like Adam Reynolds. I reckon he could go be a punter for an NFL team. Because I saw it. Yeah, but you're right with the soccer and the legs. Because I saw, I think it was Aguero, a video years ago. I think he did it with Gronk. Yeah. And they were just testing how far he could kick a NFL conversion. And he think it went back to the 60-yard line. And he was kicking it. And he was just surprised about the reaction. He's like, this is easy. Here's a fun fact for you. The balls they kick are different to the ones they throw. Really? Yeah. I did not. That is a fun fact. Yeah, I yeah. picked that up last year. As in, like, less air in them? No, they're a different shape. They're more round. To help with the... Like, the ends aren't as pointy. So, for the conversions and for the puntings, yeah. so, like, you got your I'm special teams sure on? I'm not sure about the... Probably for the puntings as well. Yeah, I think the special teams bowls wow. are different than the ones that Tom Bate, Brady, just absolutely sends down the field. Yeah, what a freak. But... That's a that's a that's another thing. Now that we're we're talking about NFL, and, and don't quote me on that, I could be entirely wrong, but I'm pretty sure I, I'm pretty sure it's right. But why don't I? Like I, it's a very stat based sport, and they run plays based on percentages and the likelihood it's going to come off for them. And I understand that very moneyball about the sports in America, yeah. but why don't they play more like rugby? The lateral pass in NFL could be so effective. And if it's down to the percentage fact yeah. of the likelihood, grow some, take a risk, and look at the difference your team can make. 
Yeah. I, I think there's a trick to the trade they're missing. Trouble is there's rules that allow... I don't think you can do them over the line of scrimmage. And stuff no, it's like that. passing backwards. You can pass backwards, a lateral pass. Mm. So you could pretty much play NFL. You can block and just have run, people run there. Trouble is you've got players coming from all different angles. They're not just coming from in front of you anymore. Look. Once the play this is, starts. Yeah, and this is coming from two super... Never and played a, NFL. Yeah, absolute geniuses and the most respected NFL minds. Oh, I'm Super Bowl in Australia. winning coach, right? Here. Oh yeah. yeah. So obviously they know something we don't, but that was just a thought. But yeah, I think I think that that's a that's a pretty good start to your that code podcast. Yeah. We, we've rambled on, talked enough smack. Love a ramble. Probably not enough, but yeah. So. For those five, six people listening out there, if you've made it this far to the end, thank you. Oh, they haven't. No. No. Just skip to the end and you'll see the exciting stuff. We should have said that at the start. Yep. <laughs> Just, we should have said. Next week. Next week, we'll, say, that we'll, we'll say every episode. Oh, really exciting content coming up here. But no. Anyway, we'd just like to thank you if you have listened this far and hopefully you listen to episode two. Hopefully. See ya. See ya.